Blog Talk Radio. Do you remember the movie Slumdog Millionaire? Directed by the Oscar-winning Danny Boyle, the very mastermind of the London Olympics opening ceremony, watched by a billion people. Isles of Wonder, Danny Boyle, a man of his own unique storytelling style, with a DFW connection. I'm sure you know Kim Kardashian, an American socialite, reality TV Wonder Woman, actress and model, a woman with a style all her own. She wears a line at eyes flicker. Hmm, where can I get that on my purse budget? Kim Kardashian is a socialite of her own unique style with a DFW connection. Where can I find everything I want to know about the upcoming Fashions Night Out? All the best parties, the best lines, the best freebies. And who will tell me what I need to know about current street style? And what about fall collections, ones that are right for me? I'm so exhausted in this heat. And what if I want to have the best Stylist solutions to my relationship dilemma. Dear Tony, I'm 22 years old and I just started seeing a guy I met on Facebook. Though we spent the last couple of months emailing and getting to know each other, we only met in person for the first time two weeks ago. Since then he's been obsessed with getting me into bed. I'm not opposed to going down this path, but it's too early for me to make this decision. How do I know when the time is right? LB. Today I'm delighted to have as my guest the beautiful and talented Priya Bola Rathod of dfwstyledaily.com It's going to be a fascinating journey. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky little problems. We play a few games too and attract the remarkable characters of three classic books. Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet. A time to begin again. All of which you can get in your favorite format from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Priya Bolarathad is an accomplished red carpet interviewer who has come to Dallas from Los Angeles. She was a regular on the Southern California Film Festival circuit covering events such as the Academy Awards set-up and the Writers Guild Awards. She covered the Fox Searchlight Post 
Oscar party for Slumdog Millionaire and The Wrestler. Priya brings compelling video content to DFW Style Daily, and today it is my privilege to turn the table around and have her in our guest seat. When we return, we will welcome to the journey Priya Bola Rathad. Welcome to the journey, Priya. Thank you so much, Neville. Well, Priya, you know, I invited you to come on and tell us all about DFW Style Daily, mm-hmm. but you just have to tell us why or what brought you from the bright lights of Los Angeles <laughs> to the heat yeah. of Dallas. <laughs> you know, to these unbearable summers. <laughs> right. Very horrible. Um, I actually, my husband, uh-huh. um, we were dating long distance. Mm-hmm. I was in Los Angeles and he was in Dallas. Okay. Um, and so he actually runs his own custom men's clothing company called yeah. J. Hilburn out of Dallas. Uh-huh. And so he could not move. And so we decided we wanted the relationship to move forward right. he, when we were dating, and so I ha- I was the one who had to move. <laughs> yeah. Now, tell me the name of the clothing. It's called J. Hilburn. J. Hilburn. Yeah. And where is that in Dallas? It's um, Their offices are near Lovefield mm-hmm. on Mockingbird, um, mm-hmm. but they actually have probably over 1,500 um, sales reps across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, almost They're almost getting to 2,000, but they sell custom men's clothing oh. so every they started with shirts but now it's suits trousers athletic wear mm-hmm. you know um, now they launch formal wear and um, a style advisor will come to your home or your office and fit you right. and then you can order the clothes through her and also through their site online but you always have to have a style advisor come so he's also involved in fashion I just in a different <laughs> way <laughs> well sh- should I pry and say how did you guys meet exactly. <laughs> Did you come to Dallas? We met in LA, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then through friends, and then we just started doing the back and forth. The back and forth. <laughs> so, you know, I'm hoping maybe we can spend a little bit more time in LA okay. in the future. But for now, I think we'll, we're pretty set in Dallas. So, w- what do you think of Dallas? How, how long have you been in Dallas? Actually? I've been here about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. um, and. I really I didn't expect to like it as much as I I do. Mm-hmm. I think that you know when people think about Dallas who people who have not been to Dallas or spent time in Dallas, I think they still think of Dallas as that old stereotype, you right. know, that right. it's just all, you know, cowboy hats and ranches and people in big trucks and you know they don't know really all that Dallas has to offer as a city and I think that was a learning lesson for me coming here is learning that you know especially working with DFW style like what we have a budding fashion scene and there's the Winspear Opera House and there's the symphony and there's great new restaurants and there's a lot that Dallas has to offer so I really like it I do have to say I do miss the California weather I miss Uh, the Los Angeles sun and the ocean and being outside and doing things, you know, so that I do miss, but I think I definitely 
settled into Dallas. Well, you should have home. brought some of it with you. I know. <laughs> maybe not this, but maybe not the sweltering heat. Not the sweltering heat. Yeah. So but what what brought you into style? What what into DSW style? I actually um, when I moved here started doing just a little bit of on-camera content through mm -hmm. some smaller outlets and also just creating my own content. Mm -hmm. um, and I met a uh, publicist PR um, guru named Susan Friedman, who's just such a sweetheart and great, great girl. And she is good friends with Lisa. And so I was talking about how I love doing on-camera work and creating this content. And obviously I love style. And she was like, well, you have to meet Lisa Petty. Mm -hmm. And so this is probably last talk maybe, no, it was before I got married, so maybe last August mm -hmm. or September, Lisa just launched the site in July, and we met up and just immediately clicked, and mm -hmm. she said, why don't I test you out and have you do some on-camera content, and so I did, and, you know, she loved it, and I loved working with her, and it's just progressed from there. Right. Well, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about yeah. DFW style, but I am still, you've got some fascinating uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to I want me. To, yeah, back My to favorite subject, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, but you were doing some of this uh, video content uh, back in, in, in LA. In Los Angeles, right. yeah. And so, um, I'm similar to you in that I don't have a, a news reporting journalist background. Right. You know, that's right. not what I went to school for. Right. I went to school for business. Mm -hmm. Worked at media companies in LA at MTV Networks and Comcast Networks on the business side, so um, in affiliate sales, selling networks, and um, I just always, you know, again, I feel like this is similar to you, but I always loved hearing people's stories, and I love, I loved interviewing, and I would just do it inadvertently when talking to people, and right. so I said, I'm just going to try to start doing this, you know, and so I started creating my own content, and from there. Um, you know, taking hosting classes and boot camps and meeting more people, and I did it for um, for some Indian networks and websites in uh -huh. in LA, and so that afforded me the opportunity to cover red carpets like the Slumdog Millionaire, you know, post Oscar party, the Writers Guild Awards, and so many of the the festivals, film festivals that go on in California, and so. Um, through that, I realized that this is really my my true passion. Like mm. this is what I love doing. I would do it all day if I could. <laughs> and so um, I really didn't want to stop doing it mm. when I came here because it's really what I feel makes me what, happy. What do you like uh, so much about it? I just love being able to. It's not only sitting down with someone and hearing their story and being mm. able to, you know, share that story with them. But mm. I think it's also just sharing it with everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know, and having people. Um, learn more about that person and learn more about that story and I just and I know we always say that with on-camera hosts like yes you have to be a good host but it's never to me it's never about me it's about their story <laughs> you know and so I just I just love it like even the parts of it that I don't love like um, time coding and scripting and, you know producing the piece and things that are you know the the most fun parts of the piece I still love because it, it turns it into a piece that you can say you created right. and that you loved and so I just feel right at, it's where I feel right at home if that makes sense like, yeah, yeah. it's just when I'm interviewing someone as soon as I start it or the camera goes on and we start talking it's where I feel at home and feel the happiest and so I just want to make hopefully continue doing it in Dallas. Now, Slumdog Millionaire was a phenomenon. So, a right. So, what? Um, how did you get into to that? So, I was working for a local Indian site in um, in Los Angeles, and it was right when, and we were really the only one covering 
things like that in LA. And mm -hmm. so when Slumdog, all the claim happened, we were given access to, we did sit downs with um, Air Rahman, who did all the music for it and mm -hmm. won a couple of Oscars for it. We were able to do the Slumdog red carpet and interview most of the cast and Anil Kapoor. And, mm -hmm. you know, we talked to Deb a little and Frida we didn't get to talk to, but we met them in the party. And so it just was, I, I think it was perfect timing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We were an outlet covering. Um, not only Indian entertainment, but other entertainment in LA, but this Indian movie all of a sudden blew up, and yeah. so it made most sense. Yeah. We were one of the only Indian outlets that had a US-based audience, and yeah. so they wanted us to to share that with the US-based audience. I think there was just this feeling of, you know, excitement and in the Indian community in general, because I think that, you probably know that, I, that I, now you're seeing a lot more Indian American actors on TV in a lot of major series. You see, you know, The Big Bang Theory. Now Deb Patel is on Newsroom. Um, com, you know, Community. You have um, Hearts and Recreation. Aziz and Sari's on it. And so I think you're seeing a lot more of it now. But you know, it took a while. And so I think that Slumdog was the first movie. I think for the community where we felt like Indian American actors were getting recognized and an Indian movie was getting all of this acclaim. And so there was just this feeling of, you know, excitement and encouragement in the Indian film community. And so it was just, we were, we had the opportunity to be able to cover that. I definitely see that this was a passion, but how long has it been a passion with you to be? Probably, I've been doing something, let's see, probably for about, I would say like, six or seven years. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely been something that's been around in my life for a while. Yeah, but did and you so just discover that you loved this type of thing, or yeah. did you know from way back? No, I'd always kind of wanted, I mean, I think, you know, I'd always been a, a performer when I was younger. Yeah. We used to do, like, talent shows and Indian things, and I always loved being, you know, the MC and, um, <laughs> and being involved in it. But I think when you're when you're an Indian youngster, I think now it's different, but when you're going to college, I think our parents came here in a time when they really worked hard for everything they had. Right. And a lot of people in the main community, to their credit, have worked really hard and are yeah. very successful. And yeah. so I think that, you know, I think as Indian parents, I think they wanted to instill in you this life of stability. And so I think your choices when you got to college were very cut and dry. It was, you know, you're either going to go into business or law or medicine or something that's stable and right. it has a stable path and so that was really the mentality I had going into college is yeah. that I have to pick one of these things and so I picked business and so I think that I discovered a little bit later after being in the business world after college for you know three or four years that um, that I was good at it and I liked it but that wasn't where my passion was and I think that it's it's really hard to and I still feel this every day it's really hard to take that risk and go into something that you don't necessarily know mm -hmm. is going to pan out. And for a long time, I was still hosting, and I was still working a corporate job and working all day, and then I'd do my hosting research at night and, and do my gigs at night and on weekends because I still wanted to, you know, I still want, I still couldn't let go of that stable path. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. I didn't know what they think. I mean, you know, there's yeah. all those questions, I guess. So I feel like now I'm at a place where... I know this is what I love to do and I want to continue to try to do it. I think you're probably aware that this is an industry where nothing is guaranteed right. and mm -hmm. there is a lot of rejection yeah. and coming from not a hard news, you know, not a journalist background that there 
it's hard to get those jobs, right. you know? Right. And so, um, and so I do have moments where I'm like, oh, is this going to work out? You know, yeah. you, I think everyone has moments of doubt and right. moments where they don't know if it, if this is going to work out for them. But I think because I'm just an eternal optimist, I can't. I always think, what's my alternative? I can sit here and sulk right. and and complain about what I'm, what's not happening, or I can keep going out and trying. And Good. you know, yeah. going out and trying is the better alternative yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just keep, you know, I always keep it in my mind that this is what I love to do, and if it's, I have to just keep working at it and trying different things and maybe creating my own content to the point where hopefully it will get recognized. And we'll be right back. When we're back, we'll discuss some more about the DFW Style Daily. Dear Tony, I've been seeing this guy for six months, and I'd like us to make a commitment. But I'm not sure how to initiate the conversation. When we met, He said that he didn't want a girlfriend, and I stupidly agreed that I wasn't looking for anything serious either. Now I'm stuck in this in-between space, filled with text messages and late-night trysts. What can I say to start over and make him mine? KT Let's talk a little bit about DFW Style Daily. What brought this on? Why was it launched? What is it all about? Um, Well, it was so our founder, Lisa Petty, Mm -hmm. who's also um, our editor of of our um, online publication. Um, But she had been a reporter in the DFW area and also um, for a publication in San Antonio, for about eight years, and her last assignment, she worked for The Observer, she worked for the NBC affiliate, and her um, last assignment was with NBC's The Feast, and they had launched a site where you know they would cover local fashion coverage here in Dallas. And so as she started covering it, she realized just what an incredible fashion scene there is here. You know, there's events going on several times a week. There's um, there's so many emerging designers. There's um, great fashion programs at Wake College and Al Centro and other you know and other schools in the area. And so she realized that no one was covering local fashion news in Dallas. And I, it's funny because when she tells me the story, she also says similar to what I thought when I moved to Dallas is that when a national publication is covering local news or wanted her to cover, they were expecting to see things like cowboy boots and, you know, again, the very stereotypical old school Dallas stuff. And so she realized that there was no one here that was a a news publication, online publication that was really covering all things Dallas fashion, Mm -hmm. DFW fashion. Mm -hmm. And so that was why she started it because she realized there's so many things that viewers want and need to know about the Dallas fashion scene that weren't being covered. Well, now, one thing I learned from looking in the site, and obviously I'm, I, 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 I'm not a fashion style person. <laughs> well, you look fantastic Oh, well, good. I look fantastic. <laughs> I wish you could see me. 
Now she looks like say that. But um, one thing I learned from looking at the site is that uh, uh, you know there's a difference between fashion and style. Fashion, you guys say, is is temporary. Um, uh, you know, but style is something forever. What's yeah. the difference between fashion and well, style? Well, I think that you know, fashion is something we refer to fashion as things like the trends that come and go, et cetera, and you know, the events that are going on. But I think style, we did the 10 best dressed mm -hmm. in, in Dallas mm -hmm. in 2012, and it was mm -hmm. the first time we had done this list. It mm -hmm. was the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And these are really people, we picked people all different ages and races, and who really have a distinct personal style. And so it's not just that they follow trends exactly from the magazines or they follow things just because they think they should or other people should. It's having your own definition of what style means to you and incorporating that into your overall look. Mm -hmm. And so I think that for people, you know, people, style is very um, unique to each person. Mm -hmm. And I think style is, is being able to apply different trends to your overall look and having a distinct viewpoint mm -hmm. on what you're wearing and what that says about you. Is there is there a regional kind of style? Is there a Dallas style that is different from from an LA style or different uh, or? Is I think you know. For me, this is just my personal right. opinion, and I'm right. just putting it out there. That's my <laughs> personal opinion. But I was, you know, impressed with the fact that Dallas women, in particular, like to look good mm -hmm. all of the time. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I think that. You know, I had to kind of step it up when I came here because in LA, you know, you have in certain areas where I lived on the west side more of a laid back style. So, you know, many times I'd go out in my skinny jeans and a t shirt and a scarf and flats and just, you know, run around. But in Dallas, people look nice all the time. You know, they like to be dressed up, they like for their hair to be done and their clothes to look nice. And so um, I think that they pay attention to mm -hmm. style and they, they're always looking good. I think the other thing about Dallas is there's certain trends that happen throughout seasons that you just can't apply. We only apply in Dallas the trends that make sense to us. So when it's so hot in the summer, for example, I used to wear scarves and t-shirts all the time in LA. I'm certainly not going to wear a scarf, <laughs> in, even if it's a light one right. in 100, you know, right. during the day in 110 degree weather. And mm -hmm. same with, you know, certain fall and winter looks um, that people in maybe New York or Connecticut or places that are colder might apply. Dallas people might Dallas might not embrace that that trend because they don't need to, and we don't except for a year and a half ago we don't get snow and we don't do things. But I think in general, I think Dallas women um, and Dallas people in general they like to look good and they like to be dressed wherever so, they go. So now that you guys have had this launched for, and it's been around for a year mm -hmm. what's what's your sense of you know did you fulfill your goals have you guys expanded your goals how, 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 talk to us about that yeah i think that you know for dfw style i think lisa started with a smaller we're now up to a team of 12 including lisa and myself mm -hmm. um and so we have you know we've added more contributors i think she started with a smaller group of contributors mm -hmm. i came on a little bit later offering video yeah. we you know we've added um we've added several new contributors that cover different areas, you mm -hmm. know, so we have our our greats and the people that run, like Rondo Sergeant Chambers and Abby Gregory, and then we've added people like Nancy Upton and Sean Charles, mm -hmm. who brings a, maybe a younger perspective to the table, mm -hmm. Tony Munoz-Hunt, who's now doing a relationship column, and mm -hmm. so I think 
we continue to grow and expand and I think and and with that comes different content that we deliver to our viewers. And I think to us that's important. And I, go ahead. No, 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 good. And and I just think for us I think that we have accomplished the goal of our view, you know, our viewership continues to grow and actually being around for a year because I think a lot of companies start up and fail within the first year. So I think it's for us an accomplishment to still be around and still be so warmly embraced by Dallas. So what influences your content? What um, uh, how do you decide what you're going to feed to the audience? Well, there's a couple of different things. So certain um, certain of our contributors have their um, have the certain columns that they cover. For example, Abby Gregory does a stealing it um, does stealing it articles, which are fines that are under a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So she's going to probably look at whatever trends are going on mm -hmm. in that season, and then ways to incorporate those trends at an affordable price. And then we have Carlos that does our street style. So he is taking he's always taking pictures of. Um, street style that he thinks that is unique, and we have our viewers vote on it. And so I think it, it's, I think Lisa gives our as editors, as an editor gives our contributors autonomy in terms of the fact that they get to pitch stories that they're thinking of. They're all very well versed in style. A lot of them are, you know, well versed writers, and so we let them pitch what stories mm -hmm. they like to do, and then Lisa goes through and sees if it agrees with the look, tone, feel on the site of the site. Mm -hmm. And I think that the one thing about Lisa and DFW Style Daily is there's a lot of integrity that goes into it and mm -hmm. so it's not just we don't do things just to do them or just because we think we'll get attention from them we do them because we our viewers are our number one priority and it's what we think they'll like to see mm -hmm. if that makes sense now when you bring um, the it, it does make a lot okay, of sense sorry, my <laughs> no, 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 it does make a lot of sense uh, when you for example street style mm -hmm. And, and also very important, um, uh, you mentioned uh, finding those fines that are less than $100 mm -hmm. that are affordable to people. Yeah. Uh, so you guys disclose, explain where people can find yes. it. It's very specific to the area. Right, yes. I mean, Carlos just puts up the street sound, so that just helps you incorporate. It's right. just pictures. But Abby, when she does the stealing it, and also Rhonda's column, etc. Whenever we're showing you something or talking about a local designer or even a national retailer, mm -hmm. we include links to their site oh, okay. so that you know where to get this clothing. Because mm -hmm. we're trying to give you one thing about DFW Style Daily is it's looking good at any price tag, and so oh. we, you know, we do cover cover high end items, but we also cover really affordable brands that we all shop ourselves, mm -hmm. like. A Zara, or even something at a Forever 21, or something at a local boutique, and so um, we do make it um, the information available to the readers. Now I've seen a couple of your videos. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, one of them, of course, had to do with uh, I don't know if you call it facial style or yeah. or one one of them had to do with a designer, a, yeah. a new a designer. Talk to us about that. How when you um, can you? discuss the last designer that you... Yeah, we, um, Khan Nguyen was the last right. um, designer that I did an interview with, and I think we try, we're big supporters because we cover Dallas local fashion of local designers here in Dallas. Mm -hmm. There are so many talented local designers here mm -hmm. that we try to promote them as much as possible because they may be fashion graduates from schools in the area, and they're really starting out their lives and their business, and we like to be able to put a spotlight on them. And I think with um, 
with Con Nguyen, with her non-con collection, we've just, you know, we covered Fresh Faces where she was a designer and Carlos actually is good friends with her and we'd heard so much about her and she's getting, she's a local designer that's getting a lot of national acclaim. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if you saw the piece, but um, Juliana Rancic and Kim Kardashian and Brooklyn Decker and a lot of people are wearing her clothing and so we like to, we're really proud of that, you know, that she comes from Dallas and so we like to be able to highlight that. And it was a surprise, for someone like me, um, uh, looking at that, I was was proud that this was a, a Dallas site. Uh, but I was surprised as well. Right, like, that's wow. the thing people don't know, right? <laughs> right that like, I mean, and her pieces are just incredible. Every single one of them I wanted, but people don't know. So we like we did another one on Ashley Burgard, who's um, who's a handbag and now entering into clothing designer, and she was on Lifetime's 24-hour catwalk and just her her clutches, which I carry all the time everywhere I go, even in Chicago and LA, everyone's asking me where did you get these, where did you get these, and it's it's a nice feeling to say, this is a local Dallas designer, look at how incredible her work is, you know, and so we like to be able to yeah. to yeah. put a spotlight on that. Now, now, I know, uh, I, I must apologize to the audience because I'm sure every woman hearing you will know what you're talking about, but what are clutches? Oh, clutches <laughs> are, um, yeah, that's, that's really sweet. Uh, clutches are little, um, they're basically bags without a handle or anything oh. that you carry underneath oh, okay. their arm or in your hand. Right. And so usually, I mean, for me, I usually carry them more at night time when I'm going out, and I don't want to carry it in my bulky, uh, you know, bag. But um, they're just kind of smaller handbags that you carry. carry so hands. what are you guys doing for guys? I know that you're married to somebody <laughs> that is doing for guys. But what is the end of it? We we do um. You know, I think we used to have um, Jim, who used to cover cover guys' clothing, and now we have we have Sean around, and Carlos will sometimes do. The street style is not always female looks, um, so he'll sometimes do male looks as well. Um, and then we do try to cover. Um, you know, inevitably, I think women's fashion always becomes sure. a bigger a bigger draw, um, and so I think that even a lot of the local designers we cover. Um, who are men just naturally create more women's clothes. Mm-hmm. But I think whenever we do an event, we DFW Style Daily doesn't um, only do you know online content. We also partner with a lot of local retailers and do oh. events <laughs> for our audience. <laughs> and so whenever we do an event, for example, we did an event with Mockingbird Station, mm-hmm. um, the shopping area. And so we showed different. It was the theme was you know summer vacation looks, mm-hmm. but we didn't just show female looks. We showed looks for guys as well. And okay. so we yeah. try to if we're doing a banner, if we're doing something that involves a retailer where they do have men and women's clothing, we do try to highlight that mm-hmm. as well. Um, I think, you know, I think it definitely is a, a priority for us moving into the new year to get a little bit more, cover men's fashion a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think inevitably women are just, you, you know. Guys, you guys I take think, the cake. Yeah, I think we're more, you know, I think women just are more likely to, I think women's fashion just brings a bigger draw. But not to say that we're not ignoring men's fashion. And at our one-year anniversary party, we did have models on podiums wearing clothing from Saks Fifth Avenue, and we did have a male model there wearing looks that had been styled by Rondo Sargent Chambers, who works for us um, as well. And so we do try, again, at any of the events we cover, we try to include a men's point of view and a men's look as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. We'll be right back. DFW Style Daily. 
www.lookinggoodatanyprice.com Looking good at any price tag. I like that tag. The standard question today is... What is your style? Are you a copy or are you an original? What is your style? Are you guys a blog or are you guys a website? What what? We're an online publication, so oh. we're a website, and and so I think you know we love blogs. We read blogs all the time, but yeah. I think sometimes people, you know, a blog is a singular, generally a singular point of view. Sometimes right. they have contributors, and we're actually an online publication that has contributors that you know write content and contribute video content, etc. So I think that. You know, we have an editor, our founder, Lisa Petty, who, you know, edits our content and, and puts everything together. And so I think that that's an important distinction, that um, we, we are not a blog, we're an online publication. So what makes you a unique online publication? So I think what makes us unique, again, in Dallas, is that we're the only ones covering local fashion news, you know, whether it be events or emerging designers or national or local retailers or trends. Um, we're the only ones covering it in Dallas. And then I think another important um, differentiator is that we're the only ones doing video. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the even more established online publications um, are not doing video. And so we pride ourselves on the fact that we do think video is important to our viewers and we think that is, um, you know, part of the way that they like to consume content. And so we want to be able to deliver it to them in that way. And I think that's good. One of the uh, audience members had actually posed the question to me um, that went along that line that sometimes uh, they see a product, they mm -hmm. see uh, a new trend or see fashion, they see it on someone, mm -hmm. they like it, but there's no one showing them how to do it. Right. <laughs> and so, exactly. Yeah, but you guys do that. And we do. And another to your to your point and to the question you asked before is we really try to to show them, even in the written articles, where they can get these items, you know, and how they can kind of put it together. And I think Street Style is great, too, because they also show different ways that other people have put it together. Mm -hmm. um, but we really like to, to make it accessible to, to anyone, you know, anyone in, in the North Texas viewership or beyond that is interested in fashion or wants to learn more about fashion. We try to make that available to them. What besides friends? Is it street style? Is it someone, someone in a big office somewhere far away that says, you know, we do these colors and these? What, what besides new trends? You know, for us, I think, for me, I think it's, um, it, it's a little bit of both. I think it's a lot of designers that we look to and respect. So I think a lot of national designers, I think we look to fall trends. Mm -hmm. For example, Lisa will probably do, do a fall trends presentation, but I think we look to it based on what we see on the runway, you know, and what okay. um, what trends we're seeing coming out of the major national and global designers, and so um, I think that's how we discover what the trends are. And then I think street style really talks about how people are incorporating those styles mm -hmm. to their individual styles. You know, so I think for people, you see a trend you may like, but you might want to modify a little bit for yourself. What we're talking about for your individual style, and so mm -hmm. I think that's how it kind of takes place. Have you seen since you've been here? I, I know that um, probably uh, styles or trends are fed into the Dallas areas. Have you 
seen anything that has gone out from Dallas yet, or is it too young? Well, to I discover? think you know, I don't know about trends. But I think again, I think designers who have created certain pieces are going, you oh, know, okay. are going national. Mm-hmm. You know, so so, so, so the Con Nuance and not Cons and mm-hmm. you know Ashleys of the world. I think that they're really creating pieces that you know that align with the current trends and also appeal to people all over the country. Well, I must say to the audience, and I think uh, having been with Priya for these few moments, I think I could say it without um, coming off in any way corny, but she's absolutely beautiful. No, it's not being yeah. sweet, it's just being uh, truthful, but I didn't want to say it and come off wrong <laughs> in any way, fashion, or form, but it's absolutely so. DFWStyleDaily.com You wouldn't want to miss Fashion's Night Out 2012. It is a global phenomenon. Created by American Vogue, the Council of Fashion Designers of America, NYC and Company, and the City of New York. September 6, 2012 marks the fourth annual Fashion's Night Out. DFWStyle.com provides links to participating boutiques and malls and designers all around the area. Waters Creek, Highland Park Village, Neiman Marcus, Stanley Korshak, Mockingbird Station, South Lake, Town Square. There's a whole bundle that you will find on... DFW Style Daily dot com Fashion, yes. Trends, yes. Style, yes. But there's music, refreshments, exclusive promotions at various boutiques, models on the runway. DFWStyleDaily.com provides the links and the details for this phenomenon. September 6th, around the globe. So Priya, how do you use social media to be able to connect with the audience and to be able to expand uh, your business? Well, I think we use, you know, we'll use sites like Facebook and Twitter and a little bit now more Google+, Plus. but um, a lot of times we'll use them to potentially tease a story, you mm-hmm. know, so to create buzz for an upcoming video or an upcoming, um, you know, story that's going to be on the site. Mm-hmm. We also use it to promote upcoming events that we're partnering with other retailers on and so that we obviously promote them on the site, but it's another way to be able to promote mm-hmm. um, those events and then also to connect with viewers of the site and fans of the site because we love having feedback from them. Whatever the feedback is, we we like to be able to connect Mm -hmm. with our viewers in another place. And so um, for us, you know, Facebook and Twitter are, and again, a little bit Google Plus are are really useful for that. And we want those to be forums for them to be able to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think also we've Pinterest enabled the site too so you can pin to, 
pin our content to your Pinterest boards. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also, you know, we like to be on Pinterest too to see what things that our viewers or people that um, we follow, whether it be local designers or local personalities, what they're looking at as well. And mm -hmm. so we like to, to be in the know and also be able to um, potentially incorporate that back onto our Pinterest site or other sites we have as well. The male section of our audience has no reason to feel left out. Again, check out dfwstyledaily.com. I encourage you also to pick up The Hunk I Dreamed, a beautiful quick read on the five pheromones of modern supermen. A book for guys and gals, engaging, intriguing, glide through the makings of modern superheroes, your dream dudes. It's the story of how they seduce us. And we find the five essential elements that vault them through the stratosphere and into our hearts. Yes, it's a great quick read. The Hunk I Dreamed. It also predicts the spawning of a broad new breed of super dudes. A powerful new brand of Beyond the, the Hero Dynamic. It is about the guys, but it's about the gals too. Featuring some of our Olympic athletes, the hunk I dreamed by yours truly, Neville D'Angelo. It's such a delight. Uh, uh, to be able to speak with you. Thank you. Um, uh, please tell Lisa that I'm glad that she's allowed you to share Thank your you. guys' company with us. I hope that it blooms and blossoms. And I'm, I would encourage the audience to uh, go to the website. You will find it on our link. Um, it is DFW. StyleDaily.com. Yep, and we're also on all the social media sites. Dear Tony, my boyfriend of eight years just left me. I'm in total shock, and I never saw this coming. We owned a house together, and we were even talking about getting married. Apparently, he has been having an affair with one of his co-workers. Truthfully, I never trusted that woman from the very beginning. Though I did invite her over to dinner and try to befriend her. Now I feel like my whole life has been turned upside down. What hurts the most is that I haven't accomplished anything that I set out to do. I gave up my dreams of finishing school and becoming a nurse because I was so focused on this relationship. I don't think I'll ever trust a man again. Your thoughts. Sincerely, Jay.
Find out what Tony says on dfwstyledaily.com. Have a great week. See you next week.